Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. On Tuesday, in the lovely city of Edmonton, there was a debate. The Conservative Party leaders debate. And there was a soundtrack that was used in that debate. I tuned in a little early and had no the hell idea what was going on when I heard this. And that just about sums up the credibility, the efficiency, and the worthwhile nature of that debate. It was a wah-wah-wah. Catherine Swift joins us, my good friend for more than 30 years, members of the conservative, member of the Conservative Party, president of the Coalition of Concerned Manufacturers and Businesses of Canada, former president and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business, and an economist. And we've all, we all know that Catherine is outspoken, and I love that about her. Engineering in, at one of our radio stations, CHML in Hamilton, has never forgiven her that she destroyed a microphone when, when she expressed her point of view rather forcefully to a union leader. So I, I got this email from You're you. You're never going to forgive me for that, are you, Roy? <laughs> well, I've forgiven you. Others haven't, but I <laughs> wasn't my microphone. <laughs> I did so, offer to pay for it, remember? <laughs> I know you did. Yeah, I should have taken your check. Listen, Catherine, you, uh, you and I have the same opinion. You're the member of the Conservative Party. You, but you and I have the same opinion of that debate. That wah-wah sound really just, did that not describe the, 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 the was that not a, some conclusion of what that debate was, came out as? Yeah, yeah, it was, I, 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 I was watching it and that wasn't the only thing. Uh, it, it was, it was ridiculous in the extreme. And why in, why the conservative party who, they have to vet these things, obviously. Why they would permit something that their candidates for leader to be subjected to such an absurd display is beyond me. There was the wah, 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 as you, as you had in your intro, Roy, there was, do you remember the shimmering backgrounds? That that was so annoying. When when you watch some things on TV, they say, uh, be careful because some images might actually trigger a seizures uh, and, and I thought to myself, geez, if you had any tendency to that, you'd be having a seizure right now watching those stupid shimmering backgrounds. And then the, the, the absurdity of the questions, it reminded me of the Monty Python Holy Grail movie where they had the bridge of death. Do you remember the bridge of death where you know they asked a couple of complicated questions and then it was, what's your favorite color? And the guy ends up being going into the abyss. <laughs> it, it was just absurd in every way. And I mean, CBC has the right to, uh, uh, you know, and, and Tom Clark, the moderator has the right to do these stupid things, I guess. But why the Conservative Party agreed to that format is what I seriously wonder, because it trivialized a very important uh, leadership contest for this country. And I thought that was just infuriating, frankly. When you, when you look at what's going on in this country, when you look at the, never mind the political debate, it's huge. But if you look at inflation, interest rates, uh, concerns about food, we have people in Canada now who have difficulty buying the food they need and being able to provide the energy, like the gasoline they require to get their vehicles from point A to point B, which is how they make their money. And what we hear as part of the debate for Mr. Polyev, for Mr. Charest, for Mr. Baber, for Mr. Acheson, for Dr. Lewis is... 
What was your latest binge watching on TV? Yeah, really, really. It was it was a silly gotcha kind of debate. They were hoping with these facile questions to have somebody maybe say, oh, gee, I'm reading, you know, maybe I'm watching Monty Python <laughs> or, or perhaps I'm reading a comic book or something to, 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 to forever, you know, disqualify them from, from the leadership. And you're right, Roy, we are in big trouble in this country for a whole pile of different reasons. We need a new government. And uh, let's face it, the Conservative Party is the logical uh, alternative to the current liberals. And I've worked with liberals very well before. So this is not even a partisan no, issue. The current government is incompetent, is destroying the middle class, destroying our financial, our, our fiscal state as a country, uh, uh, harming the economy. And it'll take a long, long time to recover. And to have this kind of, of juvenile uh, debate format, uh, like I say, I don't blame the CBC. I don't I don't blame the moderator. Uh, why the party agreed to this is what I'd really like to know the answer to. Do you know what it reminds me of? And I, I was waiting to get an e email from you on Tuesday night when I got it. I thought, okay, <laughs> okay I get it. Okay, Catherine and I are seeing this the same way. <laughs> it was just stunningly inept. And I kept thinking, stunning. look, stunning you are trying... Stunning. <laughs> stunning. You are trying to sell... These five people, and they're trying to sell themselves to the members of the Conservative Party and by extension to the people of Canada as credible options to become the prime minister to replace Justin Trudeau. You want to present these people as credible options for the voters of this country to support, to become the leader of this nation. And why don't we just make this complete? Let's have a tricycle race around the room. Let's 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 go for that. Let's really Musical make it chairs. interesting. Musical huh? chairs, perhaps. Musical chairs. That would have been another good one. What <laughs> no, do you think, though? Right, Roy. And you know, it's fine if if a candidate decides to go on some like social topic uh, program, a breakfast television show, or you know something that it, it's fine to talk about this fluffy stuff. This was the first official, so-called official debate. And by the way, I was in Ottawa last week for the Canada Strong and Free Conference. So I was there for that first unofficial debate uh, where things got pretty hot between Poiliev and Charest. Uh, and, and it was a much livelier debate. Obviously, they definitely toned it down. But the other problem with the debate was it, oh, you have 15 seconds to talk about uh, you know, your position on a complex issue. How ridiculous is that? The thing was just a disaster from start to finish. And then they handed all of the candidates a paddle. And I thought, oh, are yeah. we going to be playing table tennis now? Yeah, and I think they should have been whacking the moderator with them. I'll probably I'll probably get banned from media forever for saying that because you know what life is like these days. But <laughs> it, well, was, it was laughable. And but unfortunately, it, it should have been an important event that was treated with much, with much more seriousness and decorum than it was. Okay, I don't know if I can ask you this question uh, because I'm taking, I'm sort of forcing my way and the, the audience's way across Canada into the room, into the conservative room. What's the reaction been? Can you tell us what the reaction's been from the rank and file Conservative Party membership to that it's display in negative. Edmonton on Tuesday? Very negative, Roy. Oh yeah, everyone I've spoken to, and I've spoken to a goodly number of people, uh, again, they, they share my view. Why in goodness name did the party agree to such a cartoonish, uh, unsubstantive format? So no, it's, it's very, it's very negative. Very negative. I think they've hurt themselves. I think they, I think the party's hurt. They've hurt themselves. You know, look, we can look at the last two leadership uh, contests they had. 
They had Andrew Scheer and Aaron O'Toole came out as the eventual winners. We know what happened in the election campaigns featuring Mr. Scheer and Mr. O'Toole and the party and the, and the, and the advisors they had. It just seems to be an extension of those last two campaigns. You know, if I'd been one of the candidates and if I'd been up on that stage, I would have walked away. I would have said, I'm not participating in this. It's not serious. It's a joke and it's a disservice to the, to the voters of this country. I'm out. Yeah. Well, again, it should never have happened the way it happened in the first place. It should have been a serious debate, serious questions, substantial amounts of time to address important issues that Canadians want to know where people stand on. And again, I blame the party apparatus. I really do, because they're the ones that negotiate all this stuff. Uh, I don't blame the candidates themselves. As the first official debate, it would have been really difficult for any one of them to say, I'm not I'm not playing ball here. You know, they they were pretty much they pretty much it was a command performance. I blame the party. Uh, This was a dumb, dumb move. What do you make of the. uh, On the national reaction and the amount of um, vitriol and criticism, both that is being directed toward Pierre Polyev. Is he has he earned that with his Bank of Canada statements, with his uh, cryptocurrency statements? Has he earned this or is there do you think there's a there's a significant fear that that he could become the leader of the Conservative Party of Canada? So let's do whatever we can to to forestall that. What do you think? Yeah, I, I think there is a significant fear, Roy. Uh, he is rocking the boat. He, he's rocking the established status quo boat. I don't agree with Pierre 100 percent. I've known Pierre for years. I knew him as part of the Harper cabinet. I, you know, he, he and I, he has a lot of economics background. So he and I, you know, have talked economics on quite a number of occasions and so on. And and he has he has he's staked out his turf for this leadership, for sure. And, and it has to do with the so-called gatekeepers and whatnot. But he isn't wrong. Then the Bank of Canada thing, I thought his Bank of Canada statement about firing Tiff Macklin, I knew Tiff back when he was at the Department of Finance. So, uh, you know, and, and a lot of ba- a lot of central banks made big, big errors during this during this this uh, pandemic related, you know, big spending and so on. I thought that was a little too far. But of course, the media feasted on that statement, uh, whereas the uh, Christian Freeland and Tiff Macklin uh, back a few months ago renegotiated a uh, change to the mandate of the Bank of Canada, which many, many very mainstream sort of balanced economists came out and said this was very worrisome. And what it it did was it took the eye off the ball exclusively of inflation. And any central bank, inflation should be their, you know, their virtually only consideration. And, And there was a lot of stuff discussed about that, and yet it did not attract anywhere near the same criticism that the uh, that Poilievre's statement on on uh, okay. you know firing the head of the Bank of Canada. I don't yeah, think he should I, have made it because the Bank of Canada is an independent institution, but it also is not immune from political influence. And like well, I say, Freeland definitely negotiated a change in the mandate of the bank yeah, back a number and, of months ago. Shouldn't have happened. So well, again, when climate when climate becomes part of the discussion for the Bank of Canada oh, officially, it, that yeah. that <laughs> hey wait a minute that's not the that's that's not the uh, the way to do things. That's not the way it no, should be. Precisely. And yeah. and it is a, an area of concern. And let's not forget Jean Chrétien and Paul Martin had their differences with the then Bank of Canada governor, Mr. Crow. John Crow, and, absolutely. And did not, no, and did not, Chrétien did not had point, a big dust up yeah, with Yeah, Crow. they didn't reappoint absolutely. him to a second term, right? Absolutely. No, no, no. Yeah, but again... 
we know, you know, we know that anyone that isn't part of the woke lefty crowd these days gets a thousand times more scrutiny than the stupid actions that the, the lefties do. So uh, you just you. have to realize that's, that's reality enough. and suck it up and deal with it. That's enough out of you. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. Well, it if you want to hear more, Subscribe to The Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend. 